Hi everyone and welcome back to our podcasting series, Care to Listen. In this, our fifth series, we will be exploring diversity, inclusion and identity. Hi, I'm here with Anna um, in Islington. Uh, at Voicebox and Anna's been working with us talking to our young people about their uh, digital world um, their digital identity and how algorithms might be affecting their digital identity and worlds. Hi Anna. Uh, hi nice to be here. I've heard the term used that young people are digital um, natives and older people are digital immigrants. Do you want to talk a little bit about that if you can? Yeah, so uh, young people grew up with technology um, as a young person myself um, social media for me has been around since since I was a very young, sort of 10, 11. That's when Facebook, you know, was, was first gaining in popularity. I think that adults um, have experienced very different digital spaces in comparison to, to young people. Um, adults uh, might use their digital spaces for work. They might use uh, different social media platforms, um, you know, such as Facebook or LinkedIn, which have uh, an older demographic. Young people um, use social media platforms such as Instagram and TikTok. Um, They might game online, which is a really great way to meet like-minded people and develop new skills. And that's just necessarily something that adults wouldn't be as interested in. Do you have a sense of what adults think about young people's relationship to the digital world? So um, many uh, adults over 40 will have uh, embraced the internet as it developed. Um, I think anyone who is familiar with digital life is likely to have a different outlook on people's relationship with online spaces. Um, Lots of adults probably do see young people's relationship with the digital world as a good thing, which is really great. For adults who are not so familiar with the internet, the digital world uh, may seem extremely daunting and perhaps even worrying. This is completely understandable, but it's important to remember that for many young people, their relationship with the digital world is part of how they live. In fact, in many respects, the internet is no longer an added option, but is in fact an extension of ourselves, which provides many opportunities. Um, So yes, there are risks, which is why it's so important that young people know how to respond if something goes wrong in their online spaces. Shielding a young person from the internet is likely to result in a lack of understanding of how our digital spaces work, which could cause issues if they were to be exposed to something harmful further down the line. Anna, could you explain to us what an algorithm is and how it could affect the way that people see the world or themselves? An algorithm is kind of like an invisible echo chamber that tailors our digital experiences to what we do or enjoy online. Um, So, for example, if your young person enjoys watching dance videos on TikTok, it's likely that TikTok will continue to recommend dance videos to keep them engaged on the app. Algorithms can be a really good way to help your young person uh, continue to explore their own interests and perhaps learn new things that they didn't know before. Of course, there are less good elements of algorithms to be aware of. For example, the exposure to fake news that your young person may have interacted with, however unintentionally, can sometimes cause confusion around what is real and what is not, particularly as once we have engaged with fake news, it's quite likely that we will continue to be exposed to it. We'd recommend having an open conversation with your young person about what they enjoy doing online and discussing the effects of algorithms together. 
it's likely that they might already be aware of algorithms and may even be able to teach you something themselves. All right, okay, so let's hear from the young people themselves. It's summer 2021 and we're here in London working with Voice Box, exploring our relationship with the digital world and how we impact our identity and how algorithms can affect how and what we see in our digital world. Do you want to tell me what social media platforms you're on? Um, hi, I use Instagram, Snapchat and TikTok. Hi, I use TikTok, Snapchat and House Party. And on TikTok, I basically post hair, beauty and dancing. Hi, I use TikTok, Instagram and Snapchat. Um, I use Instagram for hair and makeup tutorials. I use TikTok to post hair and beauty and basically dances. I use Instagram to post other celebs um, posts and content and stuff. I'm on Snapchat, um, Instagram and TikTok. How would you say that you uh, present yourself online and how would other people see you? I present myself online as artistic and like if I want like to do something and um, I want to do it, I'm determined to do it but other people th see me as like really like artistic as well and they think I'm outgoing mainly creative and outgoing as well. Um, artistic and yeah, just artistic. Like famous people when they post stuff about their updates as in like Cardi B's pregnancies and stuff. And why do you like to share that sort of stuff? I like to share that stuff because the celebrities are inspirational and they're a role model to me. So how would you describe yourself online? Um, I'll describe myself as boring, but then outgoing in person and stuff. And does your real life and your online life, are you, are you the same in real life? Um, I'm different in real life than I am online. How is that? How are you different online? Because online, I don't really take interest of when people talk to me, but in real life, I'm interested in what people have to say to me. Um, and what do you think about having multiple online identities? I feel like you can have as many um, internet identities as you want, as long as they are useful, helpful, and not spreading hate. So, because I have two, like my public one and my private, my public, I basically just post hair, beauty, and cosmetics, and my private is mixed. It's basically my friends, parties, and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's okay to have two accounts because you can get like um, people can connect you with other people, and you can get like jobs out of it. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's okay to have different social media accounts. I think it's alright to have multiple identities online because you can get business, businesses and jobs out of it. I 
feel that you have to be really strong on social media because there's a lot of bullying and stuff but if you feel that you can deal with it then then to be honest then you're strong ready for be dealing with it so so there's positives and negatives which which is bigger do you get more positives or more negatives i think i get more positive than i do with negatives so what are the positives of having an online identity and the positives are you can get support from other people you can get a lot of compliments and stuff good for your self-esteem yeah um you can have shared interests and you can get supportive communities and safe spaces when you're sharing part of your identity online. In school, I'm a bit shy, but when I'm on social media, I just feel like I can be myself. And yeah. The positives is that you can be yourself and you can show everyone what you love and enjoy to everyone in the world, but not everyone, but people you follow. A lot of people think I'm shy, but when I come on social media, a lot of people feel that I can just like go out there and be myself, and they like that about me. But when I come to school, I'm like, <laughs> I just like, I'm shy and I just don't talk, I just be quiet. And, and what kind of um, social media presence do you like to show the world? Like, me basically in my bedroom doing my hair doing other people's hair, if, yeah. So is it about sharing your talents and your skills? Yeah. I like people to see the more creative side of me, like me doing hair, beauty, dance, and other stuff that reflects me. So how would you describe yourself online? I would describe myself as creative, sometimes open, and more adventurous. How would you describe yourself at school, face to face? At school, I would mostly be loud, funny, like more talkative to people, more open, more the person that will listen to you if you have something to say, the person that you, you can always have a shoulder to cry on, yeah. It's useful for people who feel marginalised to find more people like them, like so that they can feel more comfortable to know that they are they are actually like they are involved in other stuff and they're not just left out and like people actually will talk to them, they'll discuss things, like they're not alone. Would you say that the, that social media has been a really good inspiration to you? And have you found positive role models? I say that social media has been good for me, mainly because I have found new um, sports, more stuff that I can do with my business, like me basically doing hair, cosmetics on my friends, and like I can see that others also do what I do and they can build on from my experience and I can build on from theirs and we're both in the same square. Mm -hmm. And the positives are you can get support from other people, you can get a lot of compliments and stuff. Um, it's also good for my self-esteem as well. Do you think there's benefits of having multiple online identities? 
um, it is beneficial to have two different accounts because I have a private account where I just be a bit goofy with all my close mates and stuff but I have a public account where I just post all my interests and stuff. Is there a pressure to create and maintain your social media identity? I feel that a lot of people feel that they should look good because they're going to be on social media but the reality is that you don't have to look good, you can just be yourself, you can just go on social media and there might be bad comments about you but what you think shouldn't be what they think. So if you believe that you're pretty, then you shouldn't think what other people say is bad, then just be yourself. Do you think some people experience uh, online bullying based on their appearance or their social media profile? I think a lot of people struggle and be bullied by their parents online, but I think that they should like get help and think like, don't worry what they say, just think of what you think. What would you say is the negative aspects? The negative aspects of social media is you basically feeling like, oh no, this isn't perfect enough, this is not what I want, let me delete that, this is not what people would want to see, oh, let me redo this. Um, if someone put hate on me online, I would just like report them or like just leave them to do their own thing. The person that's getting hated on them, I will just pop up to them and be like, are you okay? Because I know this has happened. If they need help dealing with it or stuff like that. Just like report them to Instagram or whoever is, I will just report them. Do algorithms influence the way we shop and consume? Yes, because of our history. For example, like searching up a dress, there will be some more related dresses. Are social media companies taking advantage of their users through algorithms? If you were looking up for dresses, they would be a little corner saying, I don't know, for you, like other dresses and stuff, um, they'll just manipulate you to get it more as they're going to get more profit. It's like a tease, isn't it? Like, you want something so bad that they're gonna tease you over and over again. It's gonna come up over and over again till you actually get convinced to buy it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do algorithms influence in our thoughts and opinions? For example, might someone believe the earth is flat due to what they are, they are shown on social media? Uh, yes, algorithm can influence our thoughts and opinions because if you watch something over and over again you might believe it's true. What advice would you give to other young people to avoid negative experience of algorithms online? Um, algorithm is <laughs> like seeing the things you, you're interested over and over and over again so instead of just being stuck in the same cycle, the same thing, the same bubble, um, search different stuff, interact with different videos, um, follow different accounts. And I know this might be like what your parent, parents say all the time, but be responsible for the time you use on social media because sometimes it can be a waste of time 
and um, algorithm is like seeing the things you, you're interested over and over and over again so instead of just being stuck in the same cycle the same thing the same bubble um, search different stuff interact with different videos so we've just heard from our young people that many of them have three four five different um, social media identities um, do you think this is typical for young people to have several identities and do you think it's difficult for the young people to maintain these multiple identities online? Yeah, so identity online is something that, that many young people need to grapple with. Um, there are different worlds within um, digital spaces, so across different social media platforms, across different games, they're likely to interact with different kinds of people. Um, so, for example, um, the friends that they make during online gaming are likely to be quite different to um, their friends at school that they might follow on Instagram. Um, but it is something that many young people will be used to and uh, will have grown up with. I personally wouldn't say it's difficult to maintain online identities as such, but managing your online life can certainly have an adverse effect on your um, digital well-being if your young person doesn't have the correct skills to go forth in looking after themselves in their digital spaces. Multiple social media platforms and the huge variety of places to visit may seem intimidating at first when talking to your young person about exploring their online world. But it is important to remember that digital spaces can provide a huge amount of opportunities and give young people a space to meet like-minded people, talk to their friends and develop their own opinions. Yeah, because when I started to think about it, initially my first response was, oh, it's going to be really difficult for young people or anybody to manage all of these different multiple identities. But when I really thought about it a bit further, I thought, well, we're all managing different identities. We've got an identity for our home life. We've got an identity at work. We've got an identity on the netball court or on the football pitch. Yeah, so I think we, we, all, we have always managed those different identities. Um, they're just held together in one place now, I suppose. Yeah, which is why I think it's important to come back to that idea of digital natives. You know, uh, young people have grown up with the internet. It, it's a huge part of their life. It's an extension of their life. And managing your identities online will be second nature to many of them, just as much as it would be managing them offline as well. Have you got any advice for adults who are um, worried about young people's access um, to their digital world and how much time they're spending on there and who they're talking to and what they're actually doing? Are they wasting their time? Yeah, I think it's uh, perfectly normal that you might feel um, daunted or even worried about what your young person is doing online. It's so important to have an open conversation with them and to educate yourself on their online spaces. And instead of simply blocking websites and preventing them from exploring certain parts of uh, digital spaces that their friends might be, set boundaries together, discuss with them what, what uh, amount of screen time might feel manageable to them, um, understand together when it's time to switch off, um, set a good example, you know, um, you, it, it might not necessarily look good if you have a rule that mobile phones need to be turned off at eight o'clock, but then answer a work email at nine o'clock. Um, I think there's a very common misconception that young people are sort of in their room on their own, talking to, to strangers, not, and maybe not necessarily getting anything good out of the internet. Um, but 
I personally think that's very far from the truth. The internet is, when used correctly, is a wonderful tool and it's very important to discuss together the risks and um, learn where they can go uh, should something go wrong. All right, so you've been listening to the Five Rivers Childcare Family podcast series, Care to Listen. For any more information, please contact us on participation at five-rivers.org. Thanks for listening. Original soundtrack, Proud to be Me, written, produced and recorded by the Five Rivers Young Creators.